Sport, Insight, Inspiration. This is your host, Arup Soames. Welcome to Kite Talks. All right, uh, we are live. Welcome, everyone. Um, this is a really special edition we have uh, for you guys on Kite Talks. We have three lovely ladies with us. Uh, all part of the youth. This is a really, uh, it's a group discussion and something that we're trying, something new. Uh, the idea is to really get a fresh perspective on, on, on sports business and, and what the youth think about uh, the business. And, and at the end of the day, uh, the way I look at it, uh, the real, um, I would say, decision makers are, are on this call uh, now. And, and without any sarcasm, the idea is really uh, to be able to understand uh, what uh, what what the young uh, well change makers uh, in in today's society think about sport and and, and let's uh, well well I'll jump right into it. We have Ananya Sachte with us. We have Panis uh, Yusefi uh, as well as An- Angelia um, Milovanovic. Uh, I hope I got that right. Uh, um, welcome. I really appreciate you guys taking the time out. Uh, from all the parts of the world, uh, in order, Ananya's in Japan, uh, Panis is in Sweden, uh, and uh, An- Angelia is in Serbia. So that's uh, it's quite an um, a interesting uh, um, group. Uh, what I'll do is, uh, uh, let's, uh, the easiest way to do this is, I'll start in alphabetical order. Ananya, you can just start with a brief introduction and then what you're doing and 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 again just uh, feel free to uh, just say a few words and then we'll uh, uh, go to the rest sounds good firstly thank you so much arup for having me having um, all us young sports makers this is obviously uh, a great opportunity i'm really thankful for and always always ready to discuss sports with uh, fellow sports makers as well um so to just uh, kind of introduce myself. I'm currently working um, in the sports industry as a strategist with the global sports business team at Rakuten uh, out of the Tokyo headquarters. Uh, and I'm also creating content on the site. So I've recently launched my own podcast in Indian sports business. So kind of quenching my uh, thirst for creating co- content on the side on the weekends when I'm binging this on Netflix and kind of creating more content there. But that's really me in a nutshell. Angelia, you're up. Uh, hey, uh, I'm uh, born and raised in Serbia. And yes, thank you for uh, organizing this. So I'm uh, studying sociology at Belgrade, where I have opportunity to organize and promote sports events for students. Uh, so, um, yes, also I'm uh, hoping that I will start my position at, as PR, uh, public relations manager at female basketball club partisan in Belgrade. Wow. After this, everything uh, finished. So, yes, and uh, my biggest interests are gender equality in sports. So that's the reason why I want to, do, uh, to be in some female club. Fantastic. Go ahead, Penis. So my name is Panis, I'm from Sweden, born and raised here. And I'm actually studying uh, engineering orthopedic orthotics. And I'm working as a badminton since nine years back. Uh, also tutor uh, in the badminton federation 
and I'm currently having a project with the IEC Young Leaders uh, since September. So I'm having a project called Parallel Play, which is about building a power badminton in the whole country in Sweden. And it's it's been going well, uh, but during this Corona pandemic right now, we're building up a website where we can have our online sessions there, and the project will continue there. And so that's a little bit about what I do, and nice. but I also try to help other clubs getting new leaders and coaches in the country. No, fantastic. Just a quick, uh, quick one, Panis. So, how many uh, para athletes? Uh, I mean, I, I, does, um, does the program currently look after or, I mean, what's the, what's the number? I mean, badminton, yes, but, but other sports as well? Uh, well, I don't have the current number of how many para-athletes we have in the country. We have a lot of para-athletes. Like, our power federation is, uh, is actually very good. Uh, we, we love to help these para-athletes. But I think that when it comes to badminton, it hasn't been, uh, we haven't, well, the country haven't thought about the need of the sport. And since I started integration inclusion project 2016 for kids that wasn't able to do sport uh, because of economy, I realized that the need for the para athletes and people with disabilities even bigger. So um, the numbers for the para badminton athletes right now, I think we have around 30 uh, since it started. Uh, but the goal, the aim is to have in every club, in every city. So in mm -hmm. years, maybe we can have a national team in the Paralympic and Special Olympics. No, fantastic. No, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, any, any, any para sports uh, to, to pursue and, and help athletes is, is, is a fantastic cause. And I mean, most countries um, struggle to support their, uh, their athletes. Uh, so, but, but at the same time, sort of para athletes are, um, well, as important, like you said, I mean, at the same time, they need the same amount of support. Uh, so it's, uh, uh, it, it's definitely an awesome cause. Um, so I, I know the, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Your voice, your, so we've lost your, uh, audio, I think. Okay, maybe you're back. No? You can hear me? <laughs> ah, yes, now loud and clear. Yeah, no, I was just mentioning that I think the, the para athletes and the special athletes, uh, they're actually bigger groups together than uh, able bodied. Wow. That's amazing. Well, that's, that's really yeah, good to know. People we have, you know. Mm -hmm. Wow. Cool. Um, uh, so I know the. Uh, the reason four of us uh, got connected was uh, Global Sports Week, um, and and in fact, I uh, I interviewed uh, Arno, the CEO, a few days ago. Uh, so he's going to be part of uh, uh, our talks as well. And uh, um, wanted to again, uh, I mean, I, I I spent those couple of days in Paris, and it was a fantastic experience for me as as an attendee, but. Uh, for you guys, it must have been something completely different. I, I envy the opportunity that you had. Uh, I mean, uh, talking and questioning uh, the leaders in sport. Uh, and at the same time, uh, well, being able to put your point across uh, as, as pertinent as, as anybody else. Uh, so just wanted to understand your experience 
uh, during that time and and uh, again we we don't have to go in any particular order but uh, i mean feel free to 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 jump in Can i guess uh, yeah go ahead <laughs> okay thanks well you know it was great honor to be part of uh, global sports week because usually you don't have a lot of uh, opportunities like that and uh, i think we all can agree that we met a lot of inspirational people that can uh, motivate you to do something to and it's great that people listen to us because it was mm -hmm. a rare opportunity to say what we think to share our ideas to share our opinion and yes the, the greatest that you the greatest thing is that you met a lot of people like that have a great project such as uh, panis project so you know you want to do something in your community you're motivated to do something i think that was the greatest thing and the great experience to meet uh, such an um, successful people in their fields of sport and uh, to learn and to engage in something. Mm -hmm. No, you're so. completely right. Go ahead, Ananya. I think you're going to say something. Yeah, I think I'll add to that. It, just the experience was overall very enriching because here are organizations and brands talking about including millennials and Gen Z and giving them a voice and this was happening in real time here's an organization that was doing that itself in real time where our voice was being heard by not only the panelists the moderators but being incorporated into the discussion live um and and our questions were being answered so i mean what a great experience and again we were also driven by uh, making a difference uh, just with the diversity of the crowd the attendees the panelists um so much to learn and so many people to interact with, uh, especially the young sports makers and the kind of projects that everybody came with and the ideas people came with. So very motivating in that sense as well. No, it was it was a great um, even to see from like I said from an attendee perspective, uh, amazing to see um, the voice of the youth very much uh, in sync with with everybody else. Uh, and when I say in sync, I mean. Uh, with the leaders and, and questioning and, and getting your questions answered, like you said. Um, no, definitely. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Panis. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with both of them. I think it was an ex amazing experience for me. I was the only one from uh, Scandinavia there. And, I, and I'm, I've been having different kind of projects before, but I always felt like I was alone in this kind of way of making a change through sport. Um, especially when I only was the, like the only first one from Sweden to be IC Young Leader too. So by going to the Global Sports Week, it was amazing to see all these young people that are like having this passion to solve the problems in the communities um, by different kind of actions. So it doesn't, doesn't actually have to be through sport, but it can be like connected with sport. And that was absolutely amazing to see. But also, uh, you were talking about the voice of the youth. I think that one experience that was incredible, it was the fact or WhatsApp group chat. So the thing was, uh, we were all 50 young sports makers sitting in the, um, uh, sitting and watching our fellow friends uh, talking on stage, but we're at the same time on our phones discussing <laughs> everything that the speaker was saying, everyone like in the discussions, i never been a part of this kind of much discussion in every session. And there was always one person that summarized all the discussions in like five minutes and then talked about it on stage. 
So that was incredible how all of us can interact in the questions. We didn't need to be on stage, but we were the same, same topic, talking about it, and our voices were heard. So that was amazing, actually. No, I think that's, that's a fantastic uh, point you put across where, I mean, at, and that's what the youth is all about, right? It's, it's about quickness of, of uh, assessing a situation, putting it down in writing, discussing it at the same time. And, and I think, and, and using all of this on your phone, right? Whereas, uh, um, well, I, I try to be as, as, as tech savvy as possible. Uh, but but there are multiple people I know, um, my age and, and maybe slightly older, who will need a pen and paper, uh, a physical pen and paper to put it down and then maybe 20 minutes later to think about it and then say, okay, let me analyze this and then, but, but, but I know exactly what you mean and, and, and I want to dive into that a little deeper. Um, I'll, also, I'll also give you a really good um, example or story. So, so during that time when I, when I was in Paris, I, I went and watched a PSG game mm. and, and uh, the, well, I'll call him a kid. The kid next to me um, was on Snapchat the entire time. Okay. Uh, and he, I mean, and I was watching him, I feel like more than, more than the game uh, because he was sending videos, taking selfies, doing so many things at the same time. Okay, and communicating with three other groups of people who were somewhere in the stadium. Uh, and again, I didn't want to be intrusive, but it was really interesting to me <laughs> to really see uh, what was going on. And, and I want to talk about a little bit about the use of technology and, and media. Like, uh, I know, uh, Ananya, you mentioned that, uh, I mean, you want to create content. And I see that a lot in the youth right now. We're saying, okay, we have access to so many platforms. We have access. I mean, everything's as easy as just picking up your phone and, and putting it out there. Um, uh, I mean, just again, I want to have more open conversation just to think about how you guys think uh, technology and, and the ease of, uh, uh, of us being able to communicate. How is that sort of benefiting sport? Uh, but also how, how is that uh, uh, being able to help each one of us, well, consume sport uh, also. Um, so again, uh, again, no, no particular order in this one. I'm just going to uh, leave it, leave it to you guys to jump in. Uh, I think like, just as you mentioned, just continue to talk about the GSV in Paris, just as you mentioned, I actually in the beginning i i was thinking the same i was like this is not gonna go like we're 50 young sports maker having our opinions putting in a web and in a chat and someone's gonna summarize it all in like five ten minutes impossible but it works so fine like all the opinions were included so i think the use of technology for sport is a huge benefit for making things done quicker uh, we don't need to book meetings to go to places to right. talk with people and that's one thing I see the difference between my first project I started in 2016 and the second project I'm having now, because I've never been like, I, I, I am active on social media. I'm very active, but I haven't always been a fan of this kind of technologies. I'm always like meeting in person instead, but it was so hard in the beginning because it takes time to go to the place and they don't want you. They don't have time. But when you have this technology, you can just put everything in an email, in a call, in a text message. And I think it goes so much faster to make a change. You can plan it faster, you can 
do their logistics faster. So I think it's a huge benefit, not only for support, but all kind of actions. Um, and I think it's also something that makes us see that it's everything. Um, you don't need to be in a specific place to do the, the, the sport or the thing you want to do. It's, you can do it everywhere. And you can see it now during the Corona pandemic on digital sessions. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, like you said, anybody, uh, I truly believe if, if one has a voice, they can definitely utilize that to create a platform and share that. Now technology's at our doorstep and why should one shy away from sharing their thoughts in order to empower the community? Um, you know, that's how we're all connecting right now. So I truly believe in, in the power of technology, one for good uh, and two, just the value of digital is obviously not only now we've realized that during the COVID pandemic, but in general, the value of digital has just been going up and it's not, maybe it's not going to substitute the live experience, but it's definitely going to complement it even more than before. So maybe the example of that kid, um, you know, constantly being on Snapchat, I think that's what venues need to think about just how do they incorporate technology even more inside live experiences in order to attract the next crop um, or the next generation of sports fans. So that that's my take on it. Well, uh, when I think about uh, informational communication technology, I first think that the uh, world became some very uh, big global village. So information from one part of the world is very fast, uh, travel very fast from one part to the other part of the world. So it's the same with the sport. Maybe I don't have opportunity in Serbia to watch some uh, games to know about some sport. Like cricket, it's not very popular in Serbia, but if I want to watch, I can find a way to watch it because of the technology. So I think uh, it's, uh, we need to use technology to make uh, sports better, to use what we can uh, use from it so that we can change something so that we can give opportunity to everyone in the world to uh, learn something, to know some, to learn something new, to experience something new. Yes, I think it cannot, uh, uh, it cannot be a supplement for a, a live experience, but uh, it can help. It can help in this situation, like it's a corona pandemic, to to to, to use something like that. No, you're completely right. I think uh, at the end of the day, um, what's what's happening now is 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 brands and organizations. And I think Ananya, you also mentioned that where, um, I mean, if if the youth are on specific platforms, it's it's important for businesses, events, sports, teams, uh, venues, all of them to not expect the fan to come to them but they'll have to go to the fan uh, wherever the fan is spending time, uh, whatever platform that is. And, and I don't know if that's more challenging, uh, but at the same time, I feel like it's, it allows you to even sort of segregate your messaging. Uh, it allows you to break up. Okay. Who, who are the people who are most on, on one particular platform and how do I talk to them versus uh, uh, what what kind of people are on another platform and 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 what kind of language do I use with them? Uh, and uh, and Angelia, I think uh, you uh, you you touched upon something important there, where 
given technology it's it's what i feel it's it's really going to increase sport participation uh and i think uh it's giving us access to different things uh, at different times different sports that you may not be aware of um and i think uh, that's uh, i'm i'm going to throw a question to you guys is given the youth and given the fact that you are so uh, i mean the ease of using uh media and the ease of using uh, uh devices and the ease of using uh, technology how do you think that's really going to impact sport participation because at the end of the day um yes right now panis is a um a youth ioc youth leader um and 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 focusing on on para athletes but at the same time we if we take one step back we really need to make sure that there are enough of people also playing the sport uh, and i think that's where uh, i mean that's the whole drive of of i think a lot of people working in sports saying that listen we need more people healthier and even it's 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 a better uh, sort of messaging even in this time saying that okay listen if i actually there are a lot of people thinking now oh, you know what if i did take up that sport uh, five months ago i would have been much more healthier at this point and i'd be feeling better at this point and and i think that's also something i think it's an opportunity going forward but just uh, again a question to you guys how do you think it's really going to change sport participation and 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 drive uh, well the youth but even more so uh, 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 people younger than you to to take up uh, new sports and 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 not be indoors um i mean it's it's a challenging one because now with this increase in digital we're seeing uh, you know the participation in internalized sports increasing esports for example mm-hmm. um especially now with so many restrictions of not being able to go out uh you know the participation and the level of interest in esports or gaming per se has mm-hmm. increased and the value of esports um is been increasing um but at the same time i feel like if if you look at the other side of technology for example artificial intelligence or uh virtual workouts now that people are constantly engaging with and they're using those to not only keep themselves healthy at their doorstep but inside their homes within the confines of their homes but also using that to a scout talent and develop them so that's a very interesting uh, concept and i feel that with with all the increase in technology for performance analytics and uh, you know use of artificial intelligence to further enhance manage injuries or enhance or improve athletes performance um, i feel just uh, the push and drive um, for for development into sports and for sports participation can also increase so i think it's how um, organizations prioritize where they want to spend their money um, and where they want to drive their growth from but i think those are like two parallels to just increasing digitization uh, where, which i see kind of conflicting with, with each other but also hoping hoping to contribute to more participation true yeah i think oh you go oh. go go no <laughs> okay uh well i i it's it's a hard it's a hard topic actually to uh touch because i think at the same time when it's increasing it's also decreasing because uh we have a lot of people having a phone we have a lot of people having a computer ipads and any kind of smartphones but there's a lot of people that do not have this kind of stuff 
So what I think is very important to think when you're starting a project or anything else is you need to touch both of these groups because uh, you, of course, it's a benefit with the technology. You can share awareness, you can share the idea of what you are doing to everyone. But I also think people um, might come less in one way because they will always say, okay, that will always be there. I know that it exists. I can go whenever I want. This is the time, this is the day. But back then when you didn't have this kind of possibilities, you, you saw a poster and you were like, oh, wow, there's a badminton practice on Sunday. Let's go there to not miss this chance and just try it out. And then you went there and you liked it and you had your own responsibility to uh, have a mind in the time and the place and everything. So you were more engaged as a person uh, when you didn't have the technology. Um, but I think with the technology, you, you don't need to be engaged as a person as much because you can just follow a page and you will always see the information coming. Um, so I think, in my opinion, I think uh, in some way it's better without the technology <laughs> because you build up a passion and engagement uh, with the with the people with the kids uh, to come and train by themselves but with the technology you're just giving them the, the way to go and so i think for awareness and what we have it's very good but i also think that it might uh, make less people come too so you think it's yeah. making people lazy yeah definitely <laughs> I think definitely because before you had to go after like if you wanted to start a sport you have to actually go to the clubs and ask them and and get the information but now you can just google it up so I think it makes forecast too <laughs> people just like uh, think I'm right but yeah I think it makes people easy. No fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Well uh, I can agree with uh, funny is about uh, thinking that there are some good and bad things about technology and uh, it's very important to think about in, in uh, different parts of one country doesn't matter not all people have access to the technology so we cannot ignore that fact when we think about uh, use of technology in sport because it's not available to everyone but I, I think that we need to think uh, that we need to use good things from technology to increase participation, to uh, change a way of thinking, to do something good for sports. I think that's the, that's the only way to say like that, to, to think about the good things. And we need to change something about the bad things. We need to think about them also and to, you know, to, to see and to try something to change it yeah but uh, i think that's the reason why youth are very important because we are the we are generation of the technologies we are the generation that grow up with the technology so we need to continue to go with it to go to use it and to uh, implement it on the way that could help everyone to make some common goal to make sports better no i, I mean at the end of the day that's that's exactly what what needs to happen. It's it's you, you you focus on the good and 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 try and uh, sideline uh, as much bad as 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 it brings. 
but also uh, you mentioned something earlier uh, and angelia which is uh, uh, when when you were talking about the global sports week and where you realized that um the leaders are listening to you um and and i think that is i think you realize that that is it's it's actually the way it's going to go from now on uh, and at the end of the day whether you like it or not every single well event and federation and all the decision makers or all the guys at the top uh, or women at the top are 60 plus uh they don't think uh like you they don't think like us uh, and and at the same time it's uh, i mean they have to listen because at the same i mean it, it's it's what's happening uh, currently in 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 sport is there a lot of sports are already becoming well old and um i'd say uh, at the end of the day the youth is really key to to driving sort of the next change um yeah go ahead yeah well uh you know when i think about it and when i think about global sports week i really learned that those people built some foundations of change and now it's the time for for engagement of youth to continue building on it to yeah. to because youth are um, how to say they are uh holders of the some uh, values in the future so i think that's really important to think of because they built something now it's time to engage you to listen to you to we need to work together so that we can make a change yeah i think uh no and 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 you're completely right ananya you're you're actually in a in in a in in a country that has a, a perfect example to something like this because japan uh, built their football um well they have a 100 year plan um to 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 eventually at the end of 100 years to to either to to win a, a fifa world cup and uh, now now 100 years is a long time right i mean it's it's almost three generations it's so trying i mean if if having that kind of vision i mean you you obviously realize that listen at some point whoever has written this plan is not going to be alive but somebody um uh, i mean in the youth or who's who's in their youth then is is going to be the one driving it and 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 that has that cycle has to exist and 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 you have to involve uh, all stakeholders and and, and currently um, uh, you guys are are extremely important stakeholders uh, in in the whole scheme of things and that and that kind of reminds me of just uh, the or draws me back to the previous point of using technology i think the reason we've all been a- we uh, we've all become so nimble and brands have become so nimble in being able to adopt to the current covid situation despite live games not being there is you know technology digital technology has played a huge role in that so i think to have that long term vision but also be nimble uh, and have the right resources and tools to be able to adapt to it um, that's a big um, advantage which i think technology has kind of helped with in that sense Yeah. I I totally agree with Ananya. I think that having a balance between the technology and what we were spoken before, I think it's actually the best thing we can do. And I I agree with you too. And uh, when you talk about that the youth are so important right now because we are actually in I I usually say to to my kids and the coaches I teach that we are the best age because 
we are in the in the middle of two generations we are like in the middle of the old generation and the new one so we can adapt the new one in the old one and have a and compromise them together uh, for solutions so i think that's why we are so important to actually do something and use our uh, time and energy we have right now to actually make the change uh, because we don't know when we can actually have the same type of energy to do no you're completely right i'm i know we are we, we've slotted 30 minutes we're slightly over i'm i'm gonna take a few minutes um to discuss uh, education um i think it's a it's it's a critical topic i mean like my parents uh, and 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 their parents obviously looked at education as okay i mean that's the only way forward uh in terms of okay as as an individual you have to be able to study till a particular point um but i want to get your perspective on that of course yes we do know it's important but currently there's so much of specialized education there's so much of content also out there that you can learn on your own um you can upskill yourself on multiple fronts um again just again wanted to keep it quite open ended um i know ananya uh, you you've uh, uh, done your masters in in sports business uh, in the us uh, from colombia um uh, anelias uh, uh, studying uh, sociology in sport correct me if i'm wrong and and but but at at the same time uh, do you think it's it's important to focus on these specialized areas and and do, how, where do you see uh the younger generation uh looking at this or is it going to change uh, again i'm i'm just putting it out there to to ask you guys an opinion okay <laughs> okay well yes uh, i really think that uh, education in field of sports social uh, so sports business or sports management it's very important if you want to build career in a field of sports but uh, we have situation that not in every country people have opportunity to study it like in my country i didn't have opportunity to study it. it's uh, uh, you can only study it on a high, uh, private higher uh, education uh, universities and uh, due to social standards uh, it's um, just a small part so small part of community can uh, uh, be able to do it so what i did i uh, start studying sociology with idea to uh, implement sports in it to to do sociology sports it's not very uh, uh, it's not very popular in serbia it's not uh, very common to think uh, about sociology or sports or sports sociology but uh, i thought that that is the great opportunity for me because i knew that i want to be uh, to do to work in the field of sports so i thought maybe the best way is to use what i have and to implement it in a field of sport and i really think that something something must change in the educational system because if we want to change sports we need to make uh, uh sports business sports management some science about sports uh, approve that all people can access it so i think the greatest problem is that it that is something new for uh, in all country in my country is new so we need to make uh, that uh, very uh, useful to everyone so that everyone can have access to it not just to be 
uh, for some people. That's the way to make something better. I I actually um, I actually don't think it's um, very important. <laughs> so I'm having like the opposite uh, opinion about it because uh, it's from my own um, experience. I I'm coming from a family that's very high educated and sport hasn't always been seen as something high education. Um, so when I, I wanted to, to work with sport, but I never thought about actually working in the, in the field of sport until I got successful with my first uh, initiative and when I became a coach. So I, I, I studied pharmacy before and I never studied a sport um, program or something like that. But I think if you really want to do something, it is possible and you don't have to uh, go to a sport program. So what I did was I, of course, I've been trying to learn on my own. Um, but at the same time, maybe one or two courses when it comes to badminton field or when it comes to some kind of business field. But uh, I never, never thought that I need education to, to, to learn because I think with today's technology, it's very possible to search and learn by your own so i think for me it was more like after the first thing i started and it got very successful i got the opportunity for example to work with unisports hub and be a part of the social business champion program we were like 10 people i think and in those kind of ways like if you're successful in what you do i think you get opportunity to be a part of some courses or global sports week and all these things from all the around places you go to, uh, it's, it, it has been some kind of education for me. Uh, and now I'm educating an engineering program that's also not sport related, but I'm making it sport related. So I'm combining my program with my project. So maybe in future I can work in sport too. So I, I don't think it's very necessary. I think uh, you can search for different kind of programs by your own uh, courses by your own, or just make your own courses. So sometimes I've been making my own courses too uh, for other people to tutor. So I think more the passion is more important uh, because it will come if you want to. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I actually am somewhere in the middle of the two. Um, one, because obviously, Arup, you know, like coming from India again, for us as, as well, it's not the most uh, traditional option to choose sports management as a specialized degree. Um, so not everyone has that liber liberty or privilege to choose sports management or pursue sports because uh, it's not the first option that even we think about. Um, but in that case, obviously, there are so many courses available that one can just look up and, and hone in on. Um, especially and, and talk to people. I think now more than ever, people are just receptive to invite the youth and listen to them and give them their time to educate them on the, the business models of sports. But at the same time, I think if um, what, what a program or specialized education kind of does for you is it packages um, sports management into different segments really, really well and kind of provides like um, an environment or a campus literally where you can interact with like-minded people very easily easily so i think just the ease of uh, being in a program or a degree um, and then learning sports um, can can just be a natural transition or integration into the work life uh, but at the same time uh, when it comes to getting a job i think sports is not a very streamlined in, in educational program yet 
So, you know, um, of, often success is judged by how fast you can get a job after your degree. And it's not a straight line. Getting a job anyway is not a straight line, especially in sports compared to like, let's say finance or more of those traditional degrees. So I think that's something that I always recommend to people um, to be mindful of what, before going into a sports management degree per se is to just make sure that be interactive and try to learn more and the job will happen, but um, don't kind of, it's not going to be an easy transition. It's not a quick transition. Just in addition to what Ananya said, I, I, I also think, well, I think that uh, the program, like Ananya said, that it can help you to bring same kind of people. I think that's great, but I think, I don't know, I don't know exactly how it is um, in Sweden because I have, I have not been in a program like that, but what I've seen of people I know have been in program, they're like a pathway like this. So they don't usually think outside the box. So I think it's all about the mindset or the creativity, as you said, Ananya, and if you have the right mind, mindset, then if you combine it, it will be amazing. But if you just go to a sport program to work with it, I think you will be stuck in one kind of pathway that will be the same like other people. Yeah. That's fair. I would just ahead, want to add one thing. Yeah, I, I think when I talked about uh, these uh, sports programs, I think that just uh, we need to think that people need to have opportunity to study. If they want to study, they need opportunity. And uh, we here in, I'm, I can talk about Serbia and probably there are similar countries like this that where you don't have always opportunity to do it. If you want to study, you cannot. So if you don't have money, but uh, I really agree with Pan is about passion. If you have passion to work in a field of sports, you can do it. It's the same situation with me. I, I, I didn't study anything about sports. It's sociology and I'm trying to implement it in sports. So I can agree with her about that. And also I can agree with uh, Ananya that um, uh, about the, the thing that she said with the, uh, that you can, that shapes you in some way. If you learn about it, it shapes you in some way. So we need to combine it. I, I, I don't know, I think it's important because you can learn something that you didn't think of. And on the other side, if you have passion for it, you can make a great thing. I know, I think, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, the combination of, of, of all of it, drive, passion and, and at the same time, really wanting to find your feet, I mean, you'll, 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 you'll find it. Uh, whether you do a program or not, that's, uh, that, that's true. Um, we've, we've definitely gone over, but uh, I want to take the opportunity to, to thank all three of you uh, for taking the time out. Uh, it's been a, a pretty awesome conversation. I'm, I'm glad we jumped from, from, uh, from topic to topic. Um, uh, any 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 closing remarks? I'd, 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 again, I'll, I'll throw it to you, and and then we can uh, end the session. Uh, well, I just want to thank you for having me here, and thank you for invitation to be a part of the, this talk. And just to all of people that out there that want to make a change and want to do that, I just want to say that if you have the right mindset, you will find solutions for the problems you see and. If you want to just solve the problems and want to have some kind of tips to tips to not lose the energy, make the problem to your passion, and then you will never get tired of fighting for the solution. So that's my biggest tip for everyone.
Yeah. Um, likewise, I think I'd follow up after Paneez. Really, firstly, thank you for having us. It's, it's been such a great discussion. Um, and uh, I guess I'm also going to add on to what Paneez said. Just have the right intention and the, in, the, the right mindset and sincerity to contribute to this industry. There's immense opportunities. Don't get stuck into one lane. Uh, don't let anything define your pathway and don't get distracted by the wrong um, parts of what, what attracts you to the sports industry. Sometimes it's not all glamorous um, and not all entertaining. Just, so just make sure you have the right uh, drive and the right focus and uh, yeah, immense opportunities in the industry to take up and some really, you'll meet some really good people across the, along the way. Well, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, also, thank you for uh, this uh, um, meeting, to say like that, to this interview. So, yeah, I want to say that uh, I really think that if people want to work in the field of sports, in the sports industry, they just need to grab opportunity that they have, maybe, and to do it, to make an effort to to change something in the their society in their local community and uh, you know i really think that uh, sport is the way to make a world better so if we all engage in it everyone who loves sport engage in it i think that we can make something uh, better than it is now yeah super thank you panis thank you anhelia thank you ananya it's been a wonderful uh, Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much.